You're listening to Red Gorilla Network, the Kong of Casting. Waiting for that God. song. Oh, jeez, oh. we're here. We did it. Happy so. Monday, everybody. So it's four-ish, four-ish, four o'clock, around four o'clock in beautiful Burbank, California. So that means it is time for the Hollywood hash. Sure does. With Dante and Rebecca, if you're tuning in for the first time, which why would you be tuning in uh, for the first time? You should listen every week. Every week, and you can check out old episodes at uh, iTunes or check us out on the Red Gorilla Network. If you know how to spell gorilla, the fighting way, not the Congo way. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. there's, there's gorillas in the Congo that are. There's fighting in the Congo. Yeah, there's, there's, fighting, there's in the fighting in the Congo, babe. Now you're confusing them. I know. They mean uh, like gorilla warfare. Red gorilla like gorilla warfare, not like rare. Even, Even though, though they have a gorilla growl on this network. Which is a little confusing. Are they spelled the, they're not spelled the same, No, right? babe, they're not spelled the same at all. At all. One is G-U-E, like French, like gorilla. And the well, other one is gorilla. Right. Gorilla. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we are are a couple. We're both in the entertainment industry. And each week we have uh, guests from the entertainment industry come on. We do. We have a great guest today that we will get to. Uh, We always start off our show uh, letting you guys know what we've been up to and telling you about our social media so you can start following us right away. Mm -hmm. Uh, On the Internet, I am Dante the Comic on Twitter. Dante is spelled D-A-N-T-E. The Comic, C-O-M-I-C. And on Instagram, I am Comic Dante. And I am at Rebecca Cochin and Instagram at Rebecca Cochin. But don't try to find me. You'll never be able to spell my name. R-E-B-E-K-A-H-K-O-C-H-A-N. There you go. See? I even made up a new song for you. You R-E-B-E-K-A-H-K-O-C-H-A-N. I hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving. So we had a great Thanksgiving, but I have, a, I have a story. You do? Yeah. My daughter. All right. So let's. we're going to start this off here. My daughter, uh, Rebecca and I are going to produce a zombie movie, mm-hmm. and it's called... It's called... It's called... <laughs> Nuclear Zombies from, from Area, Area 51. 51. What? Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So my daughter asked if she could be in it. I wrote in a scene for her to be in this movie. Correct. Um, it has a lot of celebrities in it. One of the celebrities is Ron Jeremy, mm-hmm. who my daughter has met. She doesn't know right. what he does for a living. My sure. daughter's 12. He's just an old Jew to her. He, right. He, uh-huh. she, he, he comes over for <laughs> Passover. Right. And he's just an old Jew to her. Right. Right. So anyway, my daughter says, Mommy freaked out because we were at Red Lobster. And I said, Mommy, Daddy's putting me in a new movie with Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> And she goes, and mommy said, all of Red Lobster just heard you say that. Uh, That's what she's upset about. The people at Red Lobster. Yes, the the people, the fine people of Red Lobster. The exquisite. The the step up from Sizzler. The Cheddar Bay biscuit eating connoisseurs. Hey, Sizzler was fancy when I was growing up. Yeah, I know. So was Red Lobster when I was growing up. Well, Red Lobster. Now as an adult. I'm ashamed at both. Well, mm. mm-hmm. yeah. Not well, her. She loves them both. She I, loves them both. Just shut You're your face. You're allowed to love them. 
All right, I like Sizzler. There, I said it. She Fine. said it. She Fine. loves it. She loves it. I, because I grew up with it. You always love when you grow up with something. I grew and up then... with Red Lobster, but we tried it again recently. And maybe we, we just were had like, a bad experience. Meh. We were also in Victorville. That'll do it. That'll I think do things it. just taste worse Victor... in Victorville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everything, Everything tastes like meth. Bro- broken dreams and meth. Everyone tastes. Everything tastes like broken dreams and meth. For sure. And piss a little bit. A little bit. All right. Um, so that was the big story. Was there something else that we wanted to talk about? No. Are you sure? Wasn't yeah. there something else funny that happened? Well, all we kinds were... of funny stuff happened. Talk but... about it. That's uh, what we do up front, and then we introduce our guest. Uh, well, we talk, we're going on the road tomorrow with Ron Jeremy. Yes, we are. We are going to be in Texas. If you're listening in Texas. The lovely country of Texas <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> we will be there uh, December 2nd and 3rd. We will be in El Paso, Texas at the Comic Strip. Mm-hmm. On December 4th, we will be at the 10 Sports Bar in... Uh, it's Odessa. Odessa. And then on um, the 5th, we will be in Abilene, Texas at the Chelsea Street Pub. Oh, anyway, good job, babe. These venues are uh, only about 300 seaters each. So make sure you get your tickets right away. Right now. You can go to ShowtimeTickets.com. ShowtimeTickets.com. Uh, check out our website, Comic Dante. You can find out where Rebecca and I will be performing all yes. the time. And we also have our own company where we produce movies, web content, uh, we book live shows, so if you're having a Christmas party this year or a holiday party and you want to hire a stand-up comic, a pianist, a magician, uh, whatever, uh, we have that. And then uh, I also manage clients, actors, celebrities, comedians, and so on. So check us out at Golden Artists Entertainment. Entertainment. That's artists with an S at the end. So Introduce our guest. I oh can't my wait. God. I can't wait anymore. I am so excited. This is truly one of my favorite. I am I am dead inside, but let me tell you, this <laughs> man is always, like, he literally always makes me laugh out loud. He's super, super talented. He's hilarious. We'll get into all the amazing things that he's doing, but we are honored to have the one and only Drew Drogi. Yay! Hi, everybody. Hello. Yay! Hi. I've been interrupting, like, rudely. Like, I know it's, you like, You didn't interrupt. Not... Oh. Well, I had to make a thing about Congo. I mean, when you mention the Congo, <laughs> it's just my obligation oh by the way we never said you could world to say there's fighting in congo i don't know why i needed to add that uh, there is fighting there There is is. fighting in congo beast of no nation uh, your social media about it i don't have a side on it i just want to let everyone know that there is fighting you don't even care about the right side no i don't i really i just want everyone to know there's there's fighting happening there as you speak will you give Uh, your social media up front so that everyone can start following you right now yes at drew drogi and that's spelled d-r-e-double U D R O E G E. Yes. I'm on Instagram at Drew underscore Drogi. Yes. Um, I'm on Facebook. Sure. What else? All, just I have to, you're LinkedIn. all over the place. Me either. LinkedIn. Me either. I don't do it. I don't either. We're not corporate. Don't We're not corporate. Don't do it. No. You Who know, does LinkedIn? I have to agree with Rebecca. Mm. She said you're one of the funniest people we know, and I fully, fully agree with that. No, statement. I think you're both hilarious. And we're well, comedians, and we Thank don't you. find too many people funny. I don't think any, yeah. I find we're dead very inside few, when it comes to comedy. Totally, but you always make me laugh. And that's how you know someone's truly funny is when you're like, eh, I don't laugh at anything, but then like you still laugh because you're I, so I funny. Agree. I say that about you, and I say it about Jackie Beat. Yeah. And maybe like about Jackie Beat's five so other brilliant. people. Truly make me laugh. Yeah. Well, thank you. Just a little, tiny little oh. handful of people. You do so many things that make me laugh. First of all, for those of you that don't know, he does um, Chloe Sevigny. He, there's lots of videos. Is that how you say it? You too. Seven- I say it differently every how time. How do you say it? So there's actually no. <laughs> Chloe says, every, says everything in the, in the right way. And you have to just listen to her. And you, if you try to repeat it back, you're going to get it wrong. Because she's the only one that knows the right way to say everything. 
so yeah. That's so funny but you yeah, say her name I a do. different way every time. Oh, yeah, a little bit differently every time, just to keep you guessing. Um, yeah, no, I've, no, I've been doing lots of uh, these videos on YouTube. and yes. Forever, and We've right? done yeah. shows together. We as, have. You know, and, totally. Um, we had a lot of fun when you were uh, Pamela Anderson and you were Jack Nicholson. And yes. you were and, and Tanya Tell them what that is. Tell them what this is. This is called the Mismatch Game. Yes. It's at the Gay and Lesbian Center on, what street is that? On McCadden. It's on McCadden. McCadden Place mm-hmm. and Lexington in mm-hmm. Hollywood. Yes. And we're talking about something that we don't know when we're going to do it again, but hopefully we'll all get so to do it great. again. It's the most fun show. It's like we all dress up like celebrities. Why aren't we doing it every week? I know. I know. I know. It's so fun. Like it's Dennis so needs fun. to franchise this out to other people. He yes. Has had, he has had so many kind of coulda, shoulda was with this show. And really? It's never, yeah, but hold on. Bingo Boy puts on those shows every Sunday and Tuesday. I mean, Sunday and Wednesday now. Yeah. And now he's got other places he goes on other nights. It used right. to just be Sundays. Then he moved to Wednesday. Wednesdays. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, Bingo Boy has this show at Hamburger Mary's where it's it bingo. is right, it's yeah. drag queen yeah. bingo. And it is so fun. It is so fun. And so, so is Dennis's fun. show, The right. Mismatch Game. It's like yeah. the, the match game except with actors pretending to be celebrities. And it's right. Don't you think he could have a weekly show? He could if he had like a, a team of writers for him and all of us, I think. Because it's so much. I mean, the thing it, that's yeah. good is that it's it's it, like it's it's special when people like it totally. months. Because it's hard, I know, for him, even on like a week, just to come up with that many questions. Could yeah. he just switch us out? And could it really he be that hard? Hold on. Out. He and I and Rebecca, we were all writers for Joan, and we had to write four, right. 400 a week. Right. 400 That's jokes true. a week. If he can't write 10 questions and a you week. guys were paid like $80 a week for that. <laughs> yeah. Almost you know, $80. $79 really, well, is not it. Right, right, right. And Correct. You would wait, and you would wait, you know, six yes. months to get. Paid. Yes. Yes. Anyway, yes. so it can, anything can happen. You're right. right. Anything, anything can happen. Yes. But I want true. that show. That show should be on on a cruise. It's it true. Be... We have so much fun. Wouldn't that be fun if we all went on a oh, cruise and did love, that? We've been saying that forever. We need to do that on a cruise. Right. How much fun would that be on a cruise? Let's do it. So and he has connections to it. Cruise. If we did it on a cruise, is that if you got okay? So you have to. It's match games. So you need six people to play it. Yeah. You get all those six people to do their individual shows throughout the week. Correct. So you book everybody to do match game at the end of the or whatever. Right. And then. Leading up to it, everybody does their solo show, so Correct. you get bang for your buck. You are so. Right. I would want to do it though on a gay cruise, do, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that way be you can be dirty. Yeah. You can say right. whatever you want. But then there can be a night where you guys do your shows, right? You know, and then we right. all go and support and help. Correct. You know, and then it's yes. just a, it's just a blast. Right? Oh my god, we vacation. would have so much Atlantis, fun. Come on. Why Come don't on. we all call them later? Let's do this for real. Let's do. I would let, love to. I'll, I'll, I'll book it. I'll book it. I have a company. It. I book stuff. I've never done a. I've done one cruise in my life. That's with my family when I was 15 years old. That's the only <laughs> cruise I've gone on in my life. I've never performed on a cruise. Me, we haven't either. We've so only been Atlantis? on one for vacation. Is it Atlantis? There's a, there, there are quite a few. There's another. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know the world of it. I keep and I've met a lot of cruise people and I've and they've been like. Dennis oh, is a cruise person. He is. He is a cruise person. He doesn't deal with the gay cruises. Right. Those would be the most fun. Oh, of for sure. I don't want to do anything else. Like, no. I don't want to perform to children. No. No. Well, the other thing, too, is the prop with a lot of the, uh, the like, if they're not, you know, they have, like, not that they have straight cruises, and they should, <laughs> uh, but they're, like, non-gay cruises, we'll say. A lot of them are... Um, uh, very European and that's yeah. hard with comedy because totally. a lot of the jokes don't land. I mean, you know, it's like great to hang out with people from all over the world, but when the comedy, we have to say that. We're only there. 
Um, <laughs> no, but like, yeah, it's like you, you, the other problem with that is, yeah, with, for jokes. Right. I know, but like, they totally. show up. They show, I mean, we went on cruises where but there, there was were lots a lot. It was like mostly South Americans and Europeans, though. There weren't, there mm-hmm. were like, you know, not that many Americans. I know, but they all went to all the shows and the shows. The Americans did. Well, no, there were other people. Yeah, I don't know. No, no, this is the comedy show. What do I Not know? Not the comedy no, show. No, I'm saying probably. if it's a gay cruise, it's there. There's a collective subconscious. There's a there's a, there there's an, a sense of humor that you can at least go. Okay, this is right. Our audience. Right. When it's just right. like a general cruise, you're like, I have no idea how oh. many of these people like you know. But guess what? They're also Europeans and other. And, and Europeans, other. <laughs> Europe, Europeans and other are also America, smarter than Americans. Other. Right. They're, smarter they're, they yes, are. But, they, but not always the same sense of humor. Right, no, but right. I'm just saying at least unlike Americans, they at least speak English. Well, that's true. We that's true. go, oh, we don't even know Spanish and no. We should. Right. Or our own language. Or our own right. language. Part of the year was an emoticon. Did you know about this? No. What? what? New York Times. I, I, I can't say New York Times. It maybe was some other it was a they do the word of the year every year. Yes. This year, the word of the year was the emoticon of the laughing so hard they're crying. Are you shitting That's me? That's the word of the year. That's not a word. We're doomed. Is there we're, a word oh, for we're that? We're so doomed. That's the word. We're so the doomed. Emoticon. Don't you realize next year we're going to have presidential elections where it's going to be Donald Trump and right. somebody else doing presidential yep. elections. Like, that's where we it's, are. It's, yep. Yeah. Our company is, I mean, our, our country is, is what's that? Movie? Idiocracy. Idiocracy. Have you no. seen that movie? I, I have. Yeah. Uh, no, and I walked out of that movie weeping. I was like, I know this is supposed <laughs> to be funny. It's a, it's a brilliant movie. Right. Um, I think it's just cracking wide open. I think we're getting ready for an awesome thing to turn around because I think it's getting so crazy. And I think it's just the time when it's you, we need these dragons before the – I really am optimistic about it. Because I really? think you have to, you have to be. Yeah. I'm with you. you're going to think Donald Trump's running the world. <laughs> I'm but with you. But you can't think that. Right. You know, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a landslide election. Whoever we have, whether Bernie. we have Hillary or Bernie, Bernie I would love Bernie, Bernie but Bernie, he, whoever Bernie. we have, I think we're gonna be fine. I think we're gonna. It's gonna be like 1984, not Ooh. the book, but the real year. Right. On the other side. So right. instead of Reagan, we're gonna have whoever, because there's zero person in the Republicans like it has yeah. a chance. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I believe you know, that. I don't it's believe a that circus. The uh, the. <clears throat> I think most Republicans won't vote for Trump. That's the thing. That's the thing. Republicans are not 85 or even more percent of Republicans, I would say, are way more moderate than these than these clowns that are running. And they're not all teabaggers and red staters and crazy people. Right. They're regular people that might be more conservative than the three of us are. Right. What? I know, believe it or not. (laughs) But they're not crazy people. And you can't vote for you can't vote for the crazy people. Well, Well, let's hope not. That's the problem with the, the Republicans right now is that they're not the, the people that they have are not normal. Well, so not most representing, Republicans don't even feel right, right voting for them. Right, exactly. they're not representing like a, a real base of the Republican Party. Like right, right. the majority they're of representing people. Representing Tea Partiers, which are usually and, insane. And how do they get so popular? How do they get popular? Well, they're on the, the down. Because they're, they're the, the loudest. Loud. They're the loudest. The loudest. And that's where we are right now. It's that everybody, and I do blame social media a lot for this. Is that everyone's that the louder you are, right. the crazier you are, the more attention you're going to get. Right. Whether you have any fact behind what you're saying, absolutely, it's like we're going to push the craziest people to the front as much as we can because they make the best news, they make the best story. But it has to. It only can go so far. How do you get crazier than Donald Trump? I mean, he's, you don't. well, did you hear he that? Is, he's crazy. He's I mean, insane. it's insane. It's insane. Did you read that interview with Chuck, or did you see the interview with Chuck Todd where he calls him out? You know how Donald Trump. 
excuse me, I can't talk. You know how Donald Trump said, um, you know, he's been going around saying that he saw on TV Muslims cheering on 9-11, but yet no one can Through come his up. window. Right. Through his window. Well, now he's saying he saw it on right. TV, come but on. now he said like hundreds of people agree with him. And Chuck Todd was like, no one can find footage of this just because people agree with you doesn't make it true. And he was like, come on, Chuck. And come even on. if right. it is true, aren't they allowed right. to be happy if they are terrorists? Right. Well, yeah. Maybe and, there were 40 and, terrorists and, out on the happen. beach. No one, there's, it didn't happen. Of course it didn't happen. Like, he took the time to really investigate. If he really did see people cheering, which we know he's lying and he didn't. If he really did see a group of people cheering, did he really take the time to like investigate who these people were? I mean, no. like, oh, these were normal, regular representations of the, of the Islamic community. Well, here's the problem. Bullshit. He lied and said he, he could see on the Jersey Shore, right? That's what he said. Now he's saying he saw it on television. I know, but originally. I thought he, he said, said he saw it from, from his Jersey, window. From his yeah. window. He could see that these were Muslim. How can you tell that they're Muslim if they're the size no, of ants? No, Snooki. She's a terrorist. Snooki is cheering because chili dogs were half off. No, we you know, come on. Snooki is ISIS. I will agree with that for sure. <laughs> I agree She's too. Done. We can agree on anything. I think everyone can agree that Snooki is ISIS. Same difference. Just Let's... weird, weird combination of letters put together. Now it's a thing like that emoticon. Yeah, I mean, really, what a wow. All yeah. I can say is, wow. Schmoops, what are you doing? Uh, I was just promoting that he's on our show on Aww. Twitter. I'm very happy about this. I want everyone wow. to know. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Back to back to the it's, cruises. Um, yeah. Anywho. The, yeah, exactly. Back to our cruises. But yeah, mm-hmm. you do Chloe. Have you done Chloe Sevigny on the mismatch game or do you normally I do did. Tanya Roberts? I have done Chloe on the mismatch game. Chloe is really is so weird and on another planet that like, you know, if you watch the videos, it's all about how how alt she is so it's hard to connect to other people right because unless so, you really get that like what she's doing yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. hard to interact with other people with it because she's so and so i usually i found that i didn't like doing chloe on the mismatch game as much as i like doing tanya roberts oh my god also <laughs> drunk and kind of cokey my my tanya which is i also love your so tanya different oh my god from the real tanya roberts but it's like she's she's a party she's she's ready she's down to play she's a hoary she I know. wants drugs she wants a good time so it's so fun to play that and she's oh. and she's Filthy and proud, and and, um, and I love how you so play like, up that. What, what's the vacation thing she always talks about? Tahitian Village. Tahiti, Tahiti, Tahiti Village. I love it. Tahiti Village, yeah, which it's is all on YouTube. Yeah, makes mm-hmm. me laugh hard every single time I've seen you do it. Like uh, he breaks into this Tanya Roberts monologue about Tahiti Village, and it is literally one of the fin- funniest things I've ever well, seen in my it's life. Real Tahiti Village. That's where I, I, I got remember. The whole idea was that she did these radio spots for it, and that's where the whole and TV thing commercials. Came from. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she, uh, yeah, you kill me as her. When we did match game, I had to sit next to him and Jackie Beat. And by the time it got to me, I was like almost in tears Jack anyway. Jackie Beat was um, B. Arthur. Yeah. Right. So it was Jack Nicholson, B. Arthur, and Tanya Roberts. <laughs> yeah. Yes, in the top Making row. Making jokes about like Ariana Grande and whoever's <laughs> in the news now, like these yeah. three people would ever. Yeah, it was, it's amazing. And it's amazing. It was, and Pamela Anderson and. Who else did that? Um, it was Mark pa- Samuel was Bill Cosby. And, yes. And, and uh, Car- Danny Bonaduce. R- no. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Sometimes. Miley Flanagan. M- right. Yeah. Dan sometimes Bonaduce. she does it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or right. Carlos. Or What's his name? He Maltabon. did the next day. Maltabon. Oh, yeah. Ricardo Ricard- Maltabon. Yeah. Ricardo Maltabon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love yeah. Felix. Hilarious. Everybody's great. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's a really funny show. It's really fun to live here and do these crazy shows. Because like, if it was just... About, I know we talk about like the idea of like being in LA or Hollywood and like waiting for the phone to ring and doing the TV gigs when they happen are great right. and the movies are great and super fun and and crazy and whatever. Um, but it's just also so great to like have that live 
crazy like wig show space in your life to just be like we're gonna do these crazy characters I for know. 100 people in this room right now and it makes it all I mean it makes it worth it for me and it's so fun doing it with other people that are really funny too like that's what I love about it like everyone is so funny that does it well it's and just you sharpen like, your claws with each other you're like let's have fun let's see where we can go let's see we can play and it's just it's I feel lucky to be part of that community because I used too. to go and see those shows and just be like, one day, one day I want to be up there with them. And so it's, I feel really lucky to get to be on Me too. I that feel was the my same first way. time when I did it with you guys. Because I always come to see you guys and just drool over it. Like, yeah. oh, how fun. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. funny enough to where you don't have to be in it. I have a friend who's a performer who came to see us both nights. And he loved it. Like, it's one of those things you can see two nights in a row and you're just fascinated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's. it's crazy but. hilarious no we did we did your podcast a couple years ago called glitter in the garbage you guys were so great on that no you it was so funny but do you remember what we did we did like a don't you remember i um, did a character right yes you and i were you did jackie mason oh we did like a, jackie mason that's right and yes. you oh did i'm trying to remember we did like a you scenario us, yes yes I, I, I got it. I, i'm just so hard i know i cannot that. remember but you were doing somebody really funny carol channing Oh no! Was I doing um Karen Black? It was yes, Karen Black. that was it. That's Karen Black. Oh my God, that's yes. right. You were doing Karen Black. That's what it was. Yeah, because I would do a recurring thing on that show called The Actors' Little Corner, and it was like an <laughs> yes. acting show, but it was the weirdest people you put together. And who were you on there? I was Bubbles, your girlfriend, yeah. just like some made-up. I'm person. Jackie Mason. This is my girlfriend, Bubbles. Jackie Mason, Bubbles, and Karen Black. Love it. Why not? I know. And what's so weird is then she ended up being on our podcast not that long Karen after that. Did. Oh my god. And then she died right after. And then she died right after. She's amazing. R.I.P. So is right. I love Karen Black. Yeah. She's great. Fascinating. The seventies, like some yeah. of my favorite movies. She's she's in my favorite movie, which is Nashville. It's my number one favorite you movie. Know, which I've of never all seen. Of all time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Maybe I have to see it. It's super it. it's super nerdy to say that because it's like in a lot of film books. It's like the most one of the most important but I think it's my favorite movie. I mean on top of like, you know, um yeah, I love it. I can I watch it over movies. and over again. It's just a perfect movie, I think. Oh, I, yeah. I have to see it. Karen's and Lily Tomlin, um, Ned Beatty. Elliot Gould, Shelley Duvall, wow. all the 70s greats are in it. Right. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. They're all there. Yeah. Rest Keith in peace. Carradine. Yeah. She but, was a Scientologist. That's always a little, yeah. What are you going to yeah, do? Really, but like, aren't all some, religions you know. a little meh? Oh, right, for sure. I just wonder like what that would be like for her. She also like glued the top, her, you know, her, her um, uh, eyelashes up to her eye. I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> yep. the woman was um, Eccentric. gifted. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, Genius. I saw yeah. you on Halloween night. Oh you God. were on a big stage at the Halloween event in West I Hollywood. Know. And you were that's up right. there with Willem. With Willem. That's right. Like having to do a live so what was four it? hour show. We were doing a four hour long live show for the city of West Hollywood. Um, the nicest group of people ever. It was so much fun. Willem was great. Fortune Feimster did it with yes. us. And we had a bunch of other. Um, and uh, Christine Devine from Fox News. Yeah. and thing it was really fun it was um crazy uh organized because the satellite uh didn't come through there was oh, whole, there was a whole, like, it was one of those technical nightmares so none of it got made air i don't know i know th- there <laughs> were, 
There were moments. There, no, there were moments where Fortune and I were hanging out on the couch, catching up. Like, how's your family? We're Fortune and I are from like 15 minutes away from each other. Oh, how weird! And so we're like, how's your family? Oh, they're good. How's yours? They're good. And then we look on the monitor, and we've been on live, <laughs> on TV. How God knows how long we've been on live TV, and I had a lot of people that saw it. So it's not the um, shining moment of my career, um, but it was really, it was really fun. But it's it also fun. Well, we they were throwing to this other. We we in our what we were told is that we would throw this other stage where they were you know Tim Curry yes Tim Curry and I missed him by minutes couldn't wait to see him I know we missed him too I know he's I didn't get to see I was across the the, I mean I was did you see him though from over there you didn't even know when he was on on the monitor but like no because I was we were on the other stage Um, and I love Tim Curry of course I love him of course one of my founding fathers I had had Frankenfurter poster over my bed right next to to Freddy Krueger like one of the only people that would I, I never get starstruck He's maybe in the five people on the planet Earth that would star stru- strike. Because not He's, only has he done Rocky Horror, but he also did Clue. Clue. Yeah, which is the worst Home Alone witch, 2. Home Alone 2. Legend. It. It. He's amazing. I, mean, I, I talked. I didn't realize it. I did this other podcast last week about how much, how much I loved uh, the Batman TV show as a kid. How much I loved all the villains. Right. And I'm like, all my life I was shaped by monsters. And so many of them oh, were played by Tim Curry. He played wow. a lot of monsters that sure I loved. Did. You know? He's I, even the bad know. guy in Home Alone too. Yes, he Which always is. is. Uh, he was, and I loved that. I love that was it. the one I. That was who I sympathized with. That's who I love. I was like, I don't <laughs> care about the lead. Who cares about the hero? The right. The romantic. <laughs> ugh, who cares? They're boring. Ugh, Macaulay Culkin. Fuck them. Yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> but I want. I mean, you know, the Bird Woman in Home Alone uh, too. Totally. And, like, that's who I care about. I want to know me, her life. Me too. I want, I want, I want to know she's like her. gonna have a roof over her head. Uh huh. Like I worried about her that new woman. Tone is Home Alone. I changed it to Home Alone. Is it the, the theme whole of ringtone? Can I call you? Do, 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 Will it do, do it? Oh, actually, hold on. I think my phone's off. All right, let's do, see. Do, do, All right. Do, do, do. This might be the best decision I've ever made in my life. She, oh my God, she's not kidding. Wonderful. Like, this may be her like, the favorite best thing Kevin. she's ever done. <laughs> Kevin! Kevin! Here we go. Let's see. Hold do, it up to the... Do, do, do. That's not the ringtone. I'm waiting for it. Calling me, babe. I'm calling you. calling you. me? Yeah. Oh, because uh, you have Oh, it's own. because I have my own ringtone. <laughs> but it is Journey. Oh, yeah, I love that song whenever it's like... They said, any way you want it, that's the way you need it. Oh, well, we'll just have to trust her. I declined your phone. You know, you could always hit settings and just show us the, the song. I could, but you no. Could. Or it's too late. Just take my word for it. Just go on. Or hum it yourself. Or hum it like you did. How drunk are we right now? I'm not. Sadly, we're not drunk at all. I What's in that? Just I'm not going to lie. Sometimes we have had a couple of cocktails when we show up to the... You know, we used to. When we did our podcast, when we did the stimulus pack, we would be drunk all the time. Yeah, all but the now time. no more. I am. I wouldn't. I don't have any problem with that. But my issue with it is that I get tired and I get low energy. Me too. Like, but I that's don't get fun. I don't get wild and like, woo, I'm drunk. Instead, I get like, okay, I'm I know. Focus they need to make, too. and I'm a little wasted. Well, they, safer they, they, cocaine they, for people. I was gonna people. say. I was literally gonna say there's something called cocaine. It's really fun. <laughs> they um, need to make safer cocaine, and I yes, would do it. Yes. I well, know. there's no such thing as safe cocaine. Then they need to find a way to make. But it. Yeah. There's no. It's just there's no such thing. Well, Jackie what, Beat will CJ, tell you that, do you know that safe coffee cocaine? is the responsible person's ca- caffeine. That's yeah. what Jackie Beat says? I ruined it. I ruined every line. I ruined every joke. <laughs> coffee <laughs> is the responsible person's cocaine. Oh. That's what she says. But mm. I disagree. 
Yeah. Jackie doesn't do cocaine anymore, so she anymore. Doesn't know. Well, she doesn't I don't know, know if she's ever done it. I don't know if that I've never known Jackie B to ever drink or do drugs. Right. I have no. I have no idea. She I just assume anyone who's ever been in West Hollywood, including myself, has had to have done it once. <laughs> I mean, I I think so too, but lots of people haven't. What? That's crazy. Yeah, I know. That's nuts. How is that even possible? In West Hollywood? I know. Where are these people? At Starbucks. <laughs> You're totally right. At uh-huh. Starbucks. Being responsible. <laughs> yes. Boring. Correct, Amundo. So we've got about three minutes till break. We're going to take like a two-minute break in three minutes, and then we'll come back, and we'll have a whole other half hour with what? Drew Drogi. But uh. before I do that, we always uh, want to keep promoting things. Yes. Uh, tonight, you can catch Rebecca and I. We will be at Sal's On Comedy Hall. On Melrose. What's the address, dear? 7356 Melrose Avenue. Melrose and Fuller. Be there. And the show starts at 8, goes till about 10. It's all Big name comics that you'll recognize from television. It's a ten dollar cover. However, however, we uh, always like to help uh, the children's hospital yes. every year. So if you bring in an unwrapped toy, whether it's costs you know two dollars or a hundred dollars, that's your free admission to get in. If you bring an unwrapped toy for the kids at the children's hospital, it has to be unwrapped. Unwrapped because that way they have to know if it's for what a boy if someone or a girl wraps like or a, yeah, a weirdo you know. could put a dildo oh, of in course, there. Or, of course, that's so weird. My mind went to dildo too. Me too. So, bring an unwrapped toy and get in for free. Anyway, there is deeply uncomfortable. How embarrassing! But if you bring just bring a dildo, if you bring a dildo, you'll also get in free. Or a girl. <laughs> yeah, I guess you can get in True free. that for a boy True or that. a girl. We're not going to start. We'll take that to the, the equality. The equality, yeah. yeah. To the nurses. What yeah, nurses? At the children's oh, hospital. Oh, nurses need to fuck. They do. Right, they do. <laughs> they do. These are for the children and these are for you ladies. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> sure. Whatever. There's no minimum know. tonight. They have the best pizza in town. They do. It's at Sal's. Sal's is a, uh, an Italian restaurant in the front. And in the back, they have three times the space in a 150-seat yeah. comedy club. Yes, it's amazing. And this is where it's on Melrose and, and Fuller. Yes. If you it's go amazing. in, the Groundlings. Yes, it yes. is. It's if right by the Groundlings. If you walk in, you'll go, oh, my God, this is a cute little Italian coffee shop restaurant. Uh-huh. And the food is in, in, the best pizza I've ever had in L.A. And then you walk through a curtain to the back, and you go, holy shit, I'm in a 150-seat giant comedy club with a stage and music and yeah. everything else. And it's every Monday night we have it from 8 to 10. Anything you want to add to that? Um, Oh, I can't remember. I'm on um, Cocktails and Classics on Logo. (gasps) Yes. Every Sunday night we watch movies. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. I told you he's on every week. We're watching Hedwig on Sunday. I'm such an asshole. All right. We'll talk about it. We're going to take a break. We have to sell some stuff to America right now. Yes. And uh, we will be right back with our wonderful guest, Mr. Drew Drogby. It's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up with your host, Jason Hadley. Singer Sinead O'Connor was found safe after a recent attempt to overdose on pills in a Dublin hotel room. Yeah, her last big hit was in 1990. Next time she'll consider Dublin her dose. Actress Anne Hathaway and husband Adam Schulman were seen strolling through Los Angeles with the actress showing off the beginnings of her baby bump. Not like those seen on MTV's Teen Mom, which focuses more on the baby bumps that show up when it's on the outside of their body. Mary-Kate Olsen got married this weekend, with guests being served bowls of cigarettes. 
marrying the half-brother of former French President Nicolas Sarkozy. I assume those cigarettes were parliaments. To help promote his upcoming album, Chris Brown will be giving back this holiday season by donating $1 from every sale to charity. Not only will those dollars go to charity, but also to Cinnamon and Jasmine, which, oh, she spells with a Y. And that's the Hollywood Rockin' Wrap-Up. Follow us on Twitter at Rockin' Wrap-Up. Are you ready to take your music to the next level? Do you need music written for your commercial or film? Are you in need of a voiceover or ADR for your project? How about a music producer? StageRoot Studios has got you covered. StageRoot Studios is located in Burbank, California and offers a professional creative team of producers, writers, and engineers to ensure your creative vibe is captured. Visit us on the web at stageroodstudios.com or give us a call at 818-855-9210 to book your session. Get the StageRoot Studios experience. Hey guys, it's Dante. And Rebecca. See the top stand-up comics in Hollywood every Monday, Monday, Monday. Live comedy every Monday night at Sal's Comedy Hall from 8 to 10 p.m. Located at 7356 Melrose Avenue, Los Angeles, California, 90046 at Melrose and Fuller. $5 cover or $15 VIP couch seating. There's no food or drink minimum and it's 18 years old and up. Located in the back of Sal's Restaurant, this 150-seat comedy club is one of the nicest you'll ever see and the food is amazing say red gorilla for free admission or two for one vip seating again that's say red gorilla for free admission or two for one vip seating wow comedy every monday at sal's comedy hole on melrose more info at goldenartistsentertainment.com see you there World's finest smoke shop, Smoking Heaven, has moved to sunny Burbank, California, right, right off Magnolia and Hollywood Way. Smoking Heaven remains the only smoke shop in U.S. that guarantees to be any price in U.S. or it's free. Free, free. Made in U.S. guaranteed. We care about quality. Mention this ad and receive a free, free. free hookah. For directions and info, that's SmokinHeaven on Yelp.com. Or call us at 310-754-5005 at SmokinHeaven. That's 310-754-5005. The Vintage Soul Project, an urban sound with a retro twist. Check out their new EP, arranged and produced by Robert E. Lee. Now available on iTunes. The Vintage Soul Project. Looking to lose weight without exercising more? Want to eat healthy but don't have time to cook? If so, we at Paleo Delivers have the solution. We deliver gourmet paleo meals to your door daily. Meals are made fresh every day. Portion sizes and delivery days can be customized to meet your schedule. All meals and snacks are gluten-free, grain-free, dairy-free, and refined sugar-free. Do you have food allergies? Not a problem. Paleo Delivers allows up to six dietary restrictions with every order at no additional cost. We deliver almost anywhere in Southern California. To sign up for a plan, call 310-795-7750 or visit us at paleodelivers.com. As a listener of the Red Gorilla Network, you can save 25%. Just use coupon code RED, that's R-E-D, at checkout. Call 310-795-7750 or visit paleodelivers.com for more information and to place an order. 
Golden Artists Entertainment. Need to hire a comedian, magician, celebrity, musician, or hypnotist? Check out goldenartistentertainment.com. That's artists with an S. We're a full-service entertainment company. We make movies, TV shows, and web content. We manage entertainers and book live shows. We book entertainers for your corporate events, private shows, and colleges. Go to goldenartistentertainment.com today. Right, we are back. Oh, hello. Happy Monday again. We are here with Drew Drogi. The hilarious Drew Drogi. Check him out on social media, and that's D R W D R E W D R O E G E. That's right. You. And if you didn't know, you can see Drew Drogi on Logo on the show. Cocktails and classics. Cocktails and classics. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Oh my God, that's seven. amazing. I love it. We have two more in the season, so we'll be done in two weeks. But yeah, we've been. It'll repeat. Season. It'll repeat. So right? yeah, it'll start repeating, and hopefully we'll do more. It's I know. Really fun. It's like dinner and a movie. We sit on Michael Yuri's couch in yes. his apartment, right? And, um, and uh, and watch a movie. <laughs> Who all is on it with you? Well, I'm. Uh, well, it's Michael uh, hosts the show. Yes. And then uh, it's always me, and then uh, usually um, some some someone in the film critic uh, or. Uh, social uh, uh, sort of commentary world. So usually like a Michael Musto or Jessica Shaw from the mm-hmm. Shaw Report. Um, uh, and we've had um, Jess Cagle from Entertainment Weekly. Nice. Like that. So we have someone in like media world. Um, and then we have uh, usually a drag queen. Usually it's Shangela or oh. Jinx Monsoon. <gasps> I love Jinx cool. Monsoon. And then we have special guests. We This season we've had, we've had um, Justin Vivian Bond on a bunch. And, um, wow. And we've had, uh, and then sometimes some people from the movies. So we did the Poseidon Adventure a few weeks ago. And we had Pamela Sue Martin, and we did amazing Witches of Eastwick. And Veronica Cartwright came and did it last season. We did Steel Magnolias and Olympia Dukakis. Wow. did that. Shut your face! And that was crazy. Shut she, your face! She and Robert Harling, who wrote the thing. Who wrote the th- the thing, which I love. I directed the play in college. So I was so geeking out that Robert Harling, who wrote. The play and the screenplay for the film based oh on his sister. Oh, my God. And he's telling us the story of his sister. You know, so you, what's great, my favorite thing about doing the show is that we really go behind the scenes of the movie. We, we talk to, uh, when the actors can come on. Uh, next week, we're doing Hedwig and the Angry Inch, and we have Stephen Trask, who's the composer of all the music. Oh, my God, that's amazing. making the movie and what it was like with this and that. And, you know, and we've had a lot of people get on there and... You know, we did Mommy Dearest, and um, oh. Tanya Alda came on, and she played Carol Ann, and she was like, Faye Dunaway was terrible to me, and blah, blah, blah. Like, Shut so up. Did she really tell you, you that? all these things behind the scenes of, like, what, what happened between them, and oh. and just, like, the nerd in me that loves movies that I love to find out about all that stuff. So oh, it's dude. every week. In between the movie, you'll catch us sort of watching the movie and recapping and getting drunk and reenacting it. certain scenes in the huh. movie. And you are whatever. so lucky. You're so lucky. What a great I gig. Yeah, I am. I love it. So I love it. the lady who played Carol Ann said that Faye Dunaway was a total oh, bitch face on and she has, and it's coming out. It's either it's out now or it's coming out soon. Shut up. The mommy called, dearest, mommy dearest diaries. It's called the mommy dearest diaries, and it's about wow. making the movie. Wow. No. Honestly, it's just her diary from shooting that movie, and it was all it. about how you know Faye Dunaway was the height of her fame. Sure. This movie ruined her. I mean, the ruined I know, Faye Dunaway's career, which is so crazy because when you watch the movie, like it's a solid film. It just has a couple moments of. Well, I think Faye Dunaway is just in a different movie. I think she's giving. <laughs> Amazing, like Kabuki performance. She in that is movie. Kabuki, but everybody performance else is, is everyone else is so like, sort of like TV yeah. movie and and sort of real that yes. she comes on, 
everything's at this level you know and it's like and it's just like so much and also the whole thing's a big lie because christina crawford was a horrible liar wait what oh god shut your face it is lies like the other the twins that joe crawford's kids are like our mother was was no walk in the park she was a difficult woman she was a hard-working like working class lady who had to make her way in Hollywood. It was not, it still isn't an easy town for women, but for Joan Crawford at the time, even harder. She came from no- Nothing. Nothing. Right, no I know royalty, that, yeah. she, or No Hollywood, you know, pedigree at all. Right. She had to make her way. She worked till the day she died. She had to do every crap job that came her way. She was tough. Um, she never beat us with wire hangers. She really? She never physically abused us. She was no a tough woman. No way. Now, why don't more people and talk about Christina this? Christina Crawford has made an entire life out of her mother, like out of saying my mom abused me. For someone who's such a victim of abuse, right. you've gone on so many of these things. And Forever. You've made, a, you've made millions of dollars off of your dead mother. Like the movie <gasps> right. ends at your mother's funeral. Who can't funeral. defend herself. Who can't defend herself. Uh, right. And look at like Cindy Crawford. She's had a good life. Yeah. Hey, and, pew, exactly. pew. There's a Crawford that's had a good time. That's there, had a good life. There you go. That is, I had no <laughs> idea that Christina Crawford, that she'd been called on her shit and we know that it wasn't true. The other, yeah, a lot of, it's, there's been a lot of speculation about that. So the, and the movie is just so extreme and so crazy. It is. I love that so you called like, it Kabuki because that's exactly what it is. It's like Kabuki <laughs> theater. It is. She's, you know, yeah, doing like, that. <laughs> that's my horribly offensive. Uh, yeah. You're going to get letters written. Well, I don't know if. It's not Kabuki if, at all. It's, it's not Kabuki. Not no, but Japanese theater at all, Drew. But you're right. She is in like a different movie, but the yeah. movie itself, it's like a, a well-made you, movie. You, know, you can't not watch it when it's on. You, you always know? have to watch it. You I know? can never ever change the channel anytime it's on. Like you just can't not watch it. Yeah. Now, did you guys talk about that on Cocktails and Classics about this specifically? I talked. To, I mean, I definitely. I don't remember how much. I didn't see that episode after what they. We shoot so much. I don't know sure. what ended up on the show, but right. yeah, we did. We brought it up a lot. And, um, oh. you know, it was crazy. The other thing, too, is that, that, that Christina Crawford's husband okay. produced that movie. So Mommy Dearest? Thing, Mommy Dearest. So the whole wow. movie was from per- Christina's point of view. And, of course, they make Joan Crawford out to be a huge monster. Monster. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, but Joan Crawford was, I mean, you know, my new mantra is people are complicated. Sure. You, know, you can deal with, you can say someone's insanely talented and also a terrible person. And we we all know we can, we can. We all, yeah. And they make long lists of that. Drew Drogi. But yeah. there you go, number one. Uh, Rebecca Cochin. All I heard was talented. That's all I heard. Um, but, you know, um, you know, you can't deny that Joan Crawford was awesome. Like, awesome. You yeah, know? I know. That's why I always loved her. And that's why when, like, I started reading this book, I was like, oh, that's such a bummer that someone that's so iconic was this abusive mother. And then to hear that she wasn't, like. Yeah, she was tough. She was, no, I mean, you know, you know and, um, but the same thing happened with Betty Davis. Betty Davis's daughter did the same thing to her and wrote a tell-all book about her when she, when Betty Davis was on her deathbed <gasps> and it came out on Mother's Day. <gasps> Betty Davis lived oh. and lived to see that book come out and came, and then wow. for the last of her, and lived for an extra a couple years. Oh my was God. Like, her biggest regret, she said, was her relationship with her daughter. And so she really did have a bad relationship with her daughter? She did, but it was all lies that her daughter was trying. These, wow. These children of celebrities, you know, they, they need they need attention. A lot of sure. them. They sure do. Sure, yeah. because they were, they were never the they ones were getting never the, the ones attention. They were the ones getting it. And not, right. and not all, you know, and I, you know, it's like, 
There are some crazy people out there, yeah. you know. And it's and it's wow. it's it's awful because they're people that have made that have exploited their children, that have pushed their children in the limelight, and have made a lot of money out of their children. Mm-hmm. Then they're people that have made a lot out of their parents. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's gross when you use it's, someone else's notoriety. It is for your gross. Own. It's super. I remember gross. in the '90s, uh, this guy walked up and he said to Damon Wayans, he goes, "Hey, Damon." I'm Gregory Hines' brother, Phil Hines. <laughs> and Damon said to him, he, his brother wasn't famous at the time. Uh, like, Sean was next uh-huh, to him. Uh-huh. And he goes, well, this is my brother, Sean. He's not famous either. Why don't you two be friends? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love that. That's really funny. I love that. Why and why did that weird association with, like, I'm somebody you should. Uh, I'm someone's uh, brother. You should love me. Like, Frankie so Grande. I- like Frankie, I really liked him on the Big, uh, Brother. Big Brother, but he couldn't wait to tell the world who he was. I know. Oh, right. He it's couldn't. Like really strange. I don't understand that. But that's that, like that his whole thing. thing is being right. her. Like he'd brother. look into the camera. He's like, "I am Ariana Grande's brother. I'm not telling anyone." And then he'd be like, "Oh, by the way, I'm Ariana Grande's brother." Yeah, I know. It, it's like <laughs> just in case you want to know. It's sad. It's like an insecurity. It's like I'm I'm somebody by association. Because yeah. I, because I'm related to somebody, or because I know somebody, and. I mean, it's weird to keep that stuff a secret, too. I don't think it's, I think it's weird on other end. We it's just met like, Elvis's son. What? Wow, Get out of town. Made me do that. Right? Yeah. Yes. Like, wait, this is this? weird. Do you want to hear, wait, this is wait, a weird Priscilla? tale. Priscilla? Priscilla's son? Nope. nope. No. Nope. Elvis's son. Let me tell you. So okay. we were doing shows in, in Portland. Portland. I'm not going to give this guy's name because I don't want people looking him up. But oh, we were doing so shows. sort of in. He doesn't. He doesn't want to be known. So for some reason, we went out for drinks with this group of people afterwards. That were very nice. They were very nice. Yes, and for some reason, the fact that I'm from Vegas, Las Vegas, and Elvis is so big. Like when sure. you're from that Las, came up. right? When you're from Las Vegas, like you, lo- I love Elvis. Like it's Elvis. Course, you know what I mean? I'm from Las Vegas. Give me and a break. And this guy pulls out his phone and goes, "Well, this is my mom with Elvis." And we were like, what? "Oh, that's awesome. That's cool." And he goes, "Yeah, they always run this photo every year because they dated for a long time, right? Elvis and my mom." And so he shows us the picture of like his mom with Elvis and we're like that is so crazy and then I'm like looking at this guy and he grew up right across the street from Graceland like that's how like and his mom had an off on again off again relationship with Elvis for years right and so I'm looking at this guy and I'm like oh my god like he looks like Elvis uh-huh. and so I'm like have you ever thought that maybe like Elvis is your dad and he just gave me this look and he was like well so I do this thing where I always find people who look like other people. I do it for fun, just uh-huh. like. Um, and so I took a picture of Elvis. And I took a picture of this guy, and just while everyone else was talking and playing on my phone, I'm like, "Holy shit, this is him!" Because like the pictures, I'll show you. Like no one else listening is gonna even see these. But well, and he wasn't. Know. It's not like he was like, "Yep, I'm Elvis's you can son." See him on my Twitter. He was like, "Yeah, you know, like what am I gonna do?" It's not like there's any way for me to like really find this out. But yes, I mean, like the odds are that. It's like when you see the picture of like Rowan Farrow and you're like, that is. Of course, that is that's not, Frank Sinatra's that is son. Not Woody Allen's son. Yeah, totally. Of course, he's a Sinatra. Sinatra's. Son. So look at this. Totally. I just, after I took one totally. picture of him. I oh, could, yeah. That's his son. I'll show wow. you even better than that. I'll show you next to his sister. They look identical. Next to Lisa Marie. Yeah. The eyes are unbelievable. Well, and the, and the chin. Is identical. Yeah. And... yeah. Look at the chin. Yeah. It's, it's definitely. Elvis has a son. There's even out better there. pictures. But the guy doesn't care. He's yeah, very well, he doesn't care. He actually there's... owns a company. 
you know that that deals with an NBC show, which I also won't mention. And he has probably another. Does he have a, a man? I don't know if you got into this, but a man in his life who he calls dad, like that. Yes, yes of course. Yes, he grew up. He so does. That would hurt his father. That's and also it's like you want to believe that's your dad. Two noses. Like, oh yeah, identical. It's no, it's it's ridiculous. But also, like, the person that raises you is your. Oh, that's really really. We're showing crazy. him pictures right now. Yeah, that's really are, really. It's and then crazy. The, the most the, the one I think he looks the most like is his sister. It's identical. He and Lisa yeah, Marie look yeah, identical. Yeah, they look, yeah, they do. But what but, do you... I mean, I you know, that <laughs> smile is undeniable. But also, like, yeah, the person that raises you... That, is your father. Parents. Those are your parents. Correct. So he doesn't care. He's not out for the right. money. No. Sure. no, 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 no. But, but it, it was... It's clear that that's his son. But he I said, was hanging uh, out with Elvis's son. Yeah. But he said there's probably thousands <laughs> of siblings that he has that he doesn't know about because he said, like, Elvis was just known for having, like, 50 women mm -hmm. over and having sex with all of them every day. And his mom was one of those women off and on for years and years and years. Right. So, I mean, think about how many people out there probably had Elvis's baby and you know, I also just... I'm not going to say this guy's name, but we have a celebrity friend that I go over to his house. Mm -hmm. Ron and... Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Ron Jeremy. He won't let we'll us just... in his apartment because he said it's. He actually will. He actually invited me up last. He time. hasn't invited me up. He just I don't know. He likes to live how he lives. Ron, no, yeah. one no one should know. <laughs> and he has a little turtle up there. That's pretty cute. Oh, God. All right, so here we go. So I just, sounds like an improv group. I'm not going to say Jeremy's this turtle. I'm not going to say this celebrity's friend, but you'll know the minute totally I say this. Does. He is good friends with someone he believes is Michael Jackson's son, and I don't believe it because uh, when was Michael out having sex with women? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, let's be honest. I don't think Michael so Jackson. So this guy claims to be Michael's son. I've seen him in person. Of course, you look like a Michael Jackson type. Yeah, but Michael Jackson clearly wasn't into procreating with women. All right, like let's I mean, I start don't even there. Know what Michael Jackson looks like after a certain point. <laughs> right. yeah. You know what I mean? And like, what's funny is, as an adult, he's had, he had he had so much work done. You don't really even you know. Have what no that's idea. the funny part. Anyone who ever claims to be his son looks like Michael after surgery. So right, which is not. He, come on. Right. Come on, guys. Right. If you look at Michael as a little boy and then look at this guy, right. they don't look anything like. Yep. Yeah. Also, I mean, there's something about it that's like, I mean, it's like if you guys know Six Degrees of Separation, if yes. that, the the play and the movie where it's right. like the, the guy it's claims sad. to be Sidney Poitier's son right. and he right. scams right. these people. But there is a real sadness about that to like attach yourself to a oh my God. celebrity. It, do you know go, that that used to happen world. to me? Like that guy Phil Hines, that story I just told uh -huh. you about? Not true. He was not Gregory Hines' brother. Oh, yeah. That's, I, we that's, found out that yeah. Gregory Hines didn't even have a brother. Right. Um. There was another guy that used to come to the comedy store who claimed to be the guy who played piano on Fame, the, the TV show Fame. Sure. Whatever okay. that guy's name was. Yeah, and he okay. looked similar to him. And then one night, this guy walks in and goes, hi, I'm blah, blah, blah from the TV show Fame. And I went, yes, you are. Oh, and I want to introduce you to someone. Wow. And I walked him over to him. And that guy, after being in the comedy store for like two years and getting free drinks and making friends with all these people and wanting, you know, people wanting his autograph, he ran out and never came back. Oh my God! And PB got free drinks and people wanted his autograph because he was on because, because he, they he thought on, he was on Fame because they thought he was on Fame. And he looked, I'm going to do that. I'm going to look similar. Be like I was Wesley on Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> um, but you could out. if you say that you were a child in some movie, sure. people will treat you different. <clears throat> Right. Right. Don't people treat people different when you uh, like we know some child stars yes. who say, oh, I'm so and so. And they're like, oh, my God, you're that kid. Yeah, totally. Anyone can buy you a drink. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. Ugh. Wow. Let me tell you, there's no one. I mean, Hollywood messes you up if you're a kid. There are very few people that are more messed up than kids. However, who started. let me say I will say yes. And In general. On the yeah. other hand, I'm reading an amazing autobiography right now called Confessions of a Prairie Bitch. 
which is Alison Arngram's biography. She played Nellie Olson yes. on Little House on the Prairie. Really? Yeah. I played Nellie Olson in the uh, on stage at this uh, show at Casita del Campo, and Alison played my mom for a weekend. So Alison and I have oh become friends. Oh my god, friends. that's amazing! It's amazing. So she wrote this incredible book, and it's about how Hollywood saved her. It's because as a kid, she had a very upsetting childhood, and it's fascinating how this job when she was 11 years old changed her life and gave her structure and and love and support and to this day she's embraced being, being Nellie Olson and the whole world of Little House on the Prairie that's the world she's still in and she's wow. like, really? to the point of like she like loves and supports our show and has and, and was in it like came and did it and she goes to France wow. and the show so she's taking she's amazing she's I, she amazing. also supported I remember a, a Tuesday's Child she supports that charity yes she supports a lot of things yeah she was even I think part of sassy stuff wasn't she with Patrick I don't know if she was I know I I, I don't know I could have sworn mm. she was anyway she our friend Patrick uh, if anyone knows Patrick Vetrano is that how you say mm -hmm. it. He goes by Livonia Speaks. If you're a friend of his, please get in contact with me because I want to make a video for him. Yeah. Yes. All right. So that's all I'll say about that. Anywho. Uh, yay. Any, anywho, sir. Anywho. Yeah, but yeah, I. But it's fascinating to read uh, something where you're like, oh, it's you know, it, it you see it on that end because you hear all the time like, oh god, it's going to ruin you, it's going to screw you up because it does. The weird thing is that you just don't have any connection to reality at all, and, at all, and you know, um. I know that you know if and when and and you know for the like the three of us we any of us get a you know big show tomorrow we've been out in the world long enough in our lives that it's not going to change too much of our lives we're not going to no. give dick. us more money well, that right. would be a nice Correct. thing but it's not going to change us in a way right. that when you're a kid you don't know anything other than that you have no idea you know right um what the world you know and you're, you're being told you're the best you were born mm -hmm. the best mm -hmm. you don't even have to do anything except and show you also up. don't right. think that like getting an acting job is a, is a big deal you you think that any that just you should be treated this way i mean the few times that i've had red carpets rolled out for me when they're like we're flying you first class we're putting you up in a hotel i'm always like what oh my totally. god totally so amazing totally well they grow up thinking that and then they walk out in the world and then someone's rude to them and then they can't handle it because, like, they've had no socialization process where at they, all. Where the, someone's told them that, you know, like the rest of us have. So, um, you know, I have being, to say, a, a friend of mine, uh, Corey Feldman, wrote a uh -huh. great book. Great. What is his book? I didn't know he wrote a book. He wrote a book, and it was we listen. I because we like to listen to books when we go on the road because you know we drive. I highly place. recommend this to anyone. It was fascinating. It's called choreography. I mean, okay. it's pretty messed and up. I actually recommend that you get the book on tape because he reads it himself. And it, we, we listen to a lot of these books on tape. It's wow. one of the best. And I actually was ready to like mock it, call him up and be like, oh my God, dude, that was terrible or, you know, whatever. It was really good. It was well, superb. Well, such a big part of my childhood. License Aww. to Drive was the, I thought the coolest movie ever. When Aww, it came out, so I was like, cute. I love this it. is how I want my teenage years to be. They were so <laughs> disappointing because they weren't licensed to drive. <laughs> right. By the way, I didn't mean I was going to mock him because he's bad. I right, just right, right. Because he's a friend. You always sure. want to oh, mock him. Oh, you always want to mock your friend because they, right. of course. Right, right. But anyway, i got to read that. That's so cool. Please That's do. Great. It good, is good so good, right? Am I, yes, am I lying? Yes, it's really interesting. And the stuff with him and Michael Jackson, like it's all. It's, yeah. Yeah, like all of a sudden you go, all right, I need to rethink this whole Michael Jackson thing. No, not really, though. Come on, a little you mean, bit. People are complicated. People, people are, are complicated. complicated. I yes. never wanted to believe it to begin with. Well, come on, though. Can I bring up one part of the book then? Because in this book. You can bring up the book. Why can't you? He says in the book, like, when Corey was, what, 12, he that's when he met Michael Jackson. He was on the set of Goonies. Right. And he said that, and Michael Jackson was 20. 
at the time. And calling him. Hey, and Corey. Calling him on the phone, and they're talking late at night for two hours. Now, if there was a non-famous 20-year-old man calling a non-famous 12-year-old boy and talking for hours at a time, people would be like, mm, that's fucked up. You know what right. I mean? But because it was Michael Jackson talking to Corey Feldman. Who his grandmother thought it was fucked up. Right. His, his grandparents who he lived with were like, why is this adult man calling you? It's really yeah. weird. And Corey yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. it's Michael Jackson. You don't but understand. all kids fantasized about that. I wanted yeah, to be Michael's Michael best friend. Jackson to call me when I, when I was me too. 12. Me Duh. too. Right. I wanted him to be my best friend when I was But that's tall. that's what fame does and that's the but sad why? part. But why? Why him? Why was it like that with so many young boys? Because, because he liked to have sex with little boys, but why babe. did we want to be his best friend? I, I, when I was a kid, I only wanted it to be with him or Sylvester Stallone. Like or, or the Fonz, maybe. If I was a Ralph Macchio man myself, oh, that's so cute. But then cute. I ended up growing up to like boys, so that's, that's part of that. That's a different thing. That's a little so different. Wait, he doesn't. He's not included on he the boys included. spectrum anymore. No, he is, but it's a different thing because you're looking up these like like idols, and I'm going, he's pretty. I want to be with that. I want to kiss that. Um, no, but and it's a different thing when you're like looking up to these people. You want Sylvester Stallone to call you. It's a little bit different, but. Um, and uh, yeah, um, I think I don't know. I mean, again, we'll never know the whole the whole situation there. We'll never know. I also was wonder if he was so stunted and that if anything even happened other than him just Corey like didn't wanting claim this that thing, anything happened. You right. know, it's just that he had this just weird connection with with people. Sure. Or and maybe he, he was and, a pedophile. And he, but yeah, but never acted. Who knows? There's that too. There's the pedophile that never. You know, there's the capturing the Freedmen's thing where you're like, <sighs> it don't always means you do. And it's, I know, I know. It's all. Rebecca it's... has a brilliant new joke about the whole situation. About Michael Jackson. Yeah. What. I... The whole new situation. <laughs> Not the new Wait, situation. He's dead. <laughs> he's uh, surprise. Spoiler alert. You guys, he's dead. <laughs> oh. Uh, but no, I say like, can you guys believe it's already been like six years since Michael Jackson molested any kids? <laughs> and then I'm like, until Thriller comes on, everyone thinks that he's like this sick pedophile. But as soon as Thriller comes on, everyone's like, because this is Thriller. Uh, yeah. And then I'm like, you know, his music was so good, we should have been paying him in kids. <laughs> uh, which is true. We should have. Which is true. I mean, he'll be alive. Come Look. on, anytime a Michael Jackson song comes on, like everyone starts shaking their booty because it's so good. It's so like good. you don't want to be like, oh, we might have touched little boys inappropriately. Well, you, just, you have to. You that's why, like, with this shining the light on everyone's personal lives and everyone being in the media, like, not right. most people are like really damaged that make really incredible stuff, regardless of what they actually yeah. have done. Or yeah, you are whatever. so right. You are so right. I don't know. Oh, Hollywood. People complicated. People, the message of today is people are complicated. Mm -hmm. How much? Oh, we got three, three minutes left in the show, everybody. Yep. Three I like minutes to announce left it so that people can show, start getting yeah. ready to get up to pee. Oh, and they don't have to like, they don't have to sit there. You guys can wait three more minutes to pee. Yeah, exactly. Or turn it up really loud. Yeah, get really, forget that you have to pee and like just, just hurt your ears a lot or something. Or if you're listening to it on your iPhone, you can just walk it with you to the bathroom right exactly. now. Or whatever. So let's all or just pee where you are. Or just cares, pee where you honestly. are. Who gives a shit? Let's yeah. all promote what we have coming up. Well, you can see me in Texas all this week on the Ron Jeremy Comedy Tour with Dante and Ron Jeremy. I will be at the comic strip in El Paso. and On in December 2nd and 3rd. On December 2nd and 3rd, I'll be in Odessa, Texas. On December, December 4th, 4th, and I'll be at, in... At the 10 Sports Bar. The 10 Sports Bar, and I'll be in Abilene, Texas. At the Chelsea Street Pub. There you on go. On December 5th. And so Look we'll... There, and Dante will be also... And Ron Jeremy. And Ron Jeremy. What? Get out of here. And some other comics that yes. are going to join us from Texas. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh. I just confirmed that today. Who knew? Not me. No one tells me anything. Nothing else hey. you want to promote? You're um, also in some movies coming up. 
Am I? You are in Waiting in the Wings, too. Oh, yeah. We're in a movie together. Open. I'm in this movie? Oh, Open. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, and then, yes. And then we are we're all, all in a movie, in movie called together. Open. Open. We're all in this movie called Open. Correct. It's going Correct. to start shooting in January. 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 Yes. We keep getting messages that a line producer is going to call us. and No call. No call. No call. But, but I was just, we were both Hollywood. cast in some other movie, and we got the call today that our schedule can Yeah, start. I was asked to be in a movie, and they're like, let me have your schedule. I was like, here it is. And then I got the call sheet, and it's like oh, the days that I'm out of town. And I was like, right. oh, remember the schedule that I sent the you? The only days I gave you were the ones you booked me for. And they're like, sorry, I guess it's not going to work out for you to be in the movie. I was like, oh. See, you're off to Canada. Well, it happens. It sure does. I love that when they act like, well, we're, we're not going to be in our movie. And you're like, okay. Um, that's funny, because you... remember when I sent you a schedule? Right. Remember that? That was weird. Uh, I'm going to be, just to say, I, uh, this week at the Improv on Wednesday. Ooh. Uh, at the, the Hollywood Improv on Wednesday at 8 o'clock in Gays Are Us. Ooh. And then Sunday at 8 o'clock, I'm opening for Julie Goldman at Uncabaret. Ooh. And then I will be, uh, and then I'm every Sunday on on TV, I on love the logo. And you can see classics. this guy all over the on place. On TV. Cocktails and Classics is on yeah. TV, bitches. Television. Television. Make sure you logo. go to comicdante.com if you want to hire uh, anyone for movies or, or holiday whatever. parties or live shows. Go to goldenartistentertainment.com. Check us out tonight at Sal's on Melrose, 5350. 5356. That's the Jesus, one. Jesus, Melrose Avenue, LACA90046. Bring an unwrapped child's toy and get in for free. Not tonight. a dildo. And every Monday, no, check us out there. And listen to us every Monday here at 4 o'clock ish. Or if you do bring a dildo, assume that Dante's just going to be using it. See you next time. Bye. Bye. We did it. Thank you for listening to Red Gorilla Network. Make sure to check us out at redgorillanetwork.com for more information on our shows, hosts, guests, and artists. If you'd like to be featured on a show, you may do so by contacting us at 818-855-9210. Thanks for listening. Red Gorilla Network, the Kong of Casting, is broadcasted in Burbank, California. The content on Red Gorilla Network does not necessarily reflect the CEO, staff, host, guest, or artists on the station.